still out there spreading the lie that the election Trump called into Kerry Lake's loser cult rally. Jealous, Kerry man. Lake is another one who now can't accept the results of her election. I'm jealous, comma, man. Exclamation point. Why don't the brothers ask... To do Midas touch clip, sad face. Have me on your show, man. Need a woman's woman's touch. Midas touch. And she's out there spreading the same lies. And at her recent rally, she actually had Donald Trump phone in to talk to her crowd to via talk telephone. To talk to her crowd. And he kept on telling the crowd how it was stolen from Carrie Lake like it was stolen from him because the machines were broken in the public on places. This show. It, was, it was disgusting and despicable. But Carrie Lake was going to be restored. He's going to be restored and all's going to be well. Take a look at this clip of Donald Trump addressing the crowd at a Carrie Lake rally and then we'll talk more about it. Yeah, we have the president on the phone. President Trump, you're not going to believe this crowd. Everyone in Arizona cares about election integrity. Tell them hello. Well, hello, everybody. And it's nice. I wish I was there with you. Because Carrie is a fantastic person. It's a shame what happened. Uh, they had the machines, quote, broken. Okay, a lot of these Republican area machines were broken. It's a disgrace. And ultimately, she's going to be victorious. But I just want to thank everybody for being there. We love you all. So the very first election that I ever voted in when I was 20 year old was the uh, election of the year 2000, George W. Bush versus Al Gore. And for the first time oh, I cast my vote in a presidential election, I voted for Al Gore. And there for a minute, we sure thought he won the thing. And then things turned around and... George W. Bush was appointed president. I remember being so upset because that was my first election that I voted in. And I just remember thinking, oh, the system's rigged. It's all bullshit. I was so mad and so upset. Yeah. And then Al Gore came out and said, while I disagree with the Supreme Court's decision, yeah, I, uh, I have to respect it. And uh, I accept the results. And I want this country to move forward. And I want this country to heal. I want us to come together and unite. And uh, I remember being very upset. And I myself, as a 20-year-old kid, could have spouted off all sorts of conspiracy theories at the time. But uh, I said to myself, well, okay, it's over. I guess this is what happens. I guess this is how you do it. I guess we'll just have to wait till over. And hopefully the Democrats can come up with somebody that can beat George Dunn. And then I waited for four years. And then I got behind John Kerry. That's just, And that's been the... the that's been how it's been ever since, you know, uh, up until 2020, when Donald Trump just flat refused to accept the results. Even though we all know that he really knows he lost. We, Trump knows that he lost. But this is now the gimmick that he's going to use. This is now the narrative that he's going to push forward. And now, someone like Carrie Lake has picked it up too. And I asked myself this question. Is that what we're going to face now in this country with the relations that we go through? Is there going to be some MAGA fringe Republican over here who's just not going to be able to accept defeat? 
I understand that their voices are very loud. I understand that their their tactics are very loud and that they're that they're bullies. And they think if they bully somebody enough that they can bully their way into a victory. Uh, we live in a world where everyone from all walks of life is creating content for the internet. So if you come up with a conspiracy theory or if you come up with a lie, you can find people out there in the world who is creating content to back up your conspiracy or to back up your life. The likes of Perry Lake, the likes of Donald Trump and all their supporters can find uh, websites. They can find videos. They can find links to my guy didn't really lose dot com and they can go pull up all the shit they want to pull up to back up their claims. But that's not the real world. That's not how things really work, and no matter how many conspiracy theories you may believe in, and no matter what the guy that you work with online pen says to you, it doesn't matter. There has to come a point where Carrie Lake, Donald Trump, and anyone else who's out there bitching about the results of the election has to be like Al Gore was back in 2000 and say, hey, guess what? Uh, we lost this thing, and we just got to move on. We just got to move forward. But the main reason that the likes of Carrie Lake, and especially Donald Trump, cannot accept the results and refuses to accept the results because as long as they do this then they keep the story right there think no, about it they don't have to come up with no new ideas they don't have to come up with a health care plan they don't have to come up with no plans to create jobs they don't have to come up with no plans to create a uh, uh, healthy environment they don't have to uh, come up with any plans to help any of us with anything they don't have to create a plan to solve one problem in this country because they can always push the narrative that they were wrong they can paint the Democrats as the as the evil corporate Democrats who's stealing everything from them, and we would have ideas, and we would have a plan, and we would get us out of this rut, but it's the Democrats that stole it from us. As long as they keep that narrative right there, then they never have to bring a new idea to the table because they have created an us-against-them mentality. And everybody these days loves to be persecuted. People who are living pretty comfortably still won't stop them off like they're a rebel and they're an outlaw and they're working against the system. I see it all the time with just common everyday people trying to find some sort of enemy out there in the world so they can feel justified. And it takes away this, this type of attitude from Harry Lake and Donald Trump. It's infecting the whole country. I see it all the time. I see people in day-to-day life not being able to accept responsibility. I have seen people get in trouble at work for something they were told you can't do. This is against the rules. You can't do this. They'll break the rules, and then when they get confronted about it, they start going, well, I had no idea that was against the rules. Why am I being persecuted? Why am I being rolled up? I can't believe this is happening. And every time I see that kind of thing happen, I say, well, we're just in Donald Trump's America. This is the America that he has ushered in, the, the one of no responsibility, no accountability. It's us against them. It's the system against us. And therefore, nothing ever changes. If you're on the Republican side of the aisle, good luck with your conspiracy theories. Good luck with your election fraud. Uh, because I don't see how that's going to help you with your health care. I don't see how that's going to help you with your jobs. I don't see that's, how it's going to help you with the bills you have to pay. I don't see how that's going to help your daughter and the rights that's being stripped away from her. There's so much that... I mean, if, you, if this makes you feel good, it makes you feel powerful to pump your fist and say, we're going to get them, we're going to win this election that we lost two years ago, uh, you can keep fighting that battle. But it's a losing battle. And as you're fighting the losing battle, you're also losing everything that you're I just don't understand the mentality. 
But I feel like it's something that has infected the entire nation now. And thanks to people like Donald Trump and now Carrie Lake. Is, is this what we're going to be facing in every election? It sure looks that way. There's always going to be some sort of loser that's not going to be able to accept reality. And then we're just going to have to go through months and years of them saying this. Meanwhile, they don't have to come up with new, new ideas because that's all they have to talk about. Because that will appeal to their audience. That will keep their audience hanging on the floor. It's sad. But folks, here at Minus Touch, we are cruising toward 1 million subscribers, okay? So I want you to click that like button, share it for let them know where we're at, and have them click that like button because we want to hit a million. And uh, I have a real good time making these videos. You forgot to mention that these motherfuckers are profiting handsomely. profit handsomely from grifting their followers exclamation point so to keep the lie alive comma they stoke Here. So that is why they. That is why Republicans try so hard to Right, so, um, yeah, fucking pissed. And they won't have me on. Cover up my name. It covered up my fucking name. I, I wrote him a note. said, hey, man, I'm proud to be your producer, but y'all covered up my name. Um, Rumble with Michael Moore. Sounds cool. Former FBI agents testified GOP-led hearing on weaponization of Bureau. Huh. Former Twitter executives testify in House hearing on Hunter Biden laptop story. Fucking laptop. <clears throat> the virus. Frontline. Let's, uh, let's see if they let people fucking... Oh, good, they America do. America is reopening. Tests over the death of George Floyd while he... Why isn't... Anyone talking about blaming Trump for 1.3 million dead Americans? He should be tried as mass murderer. But y'all are too fucking cowardly, aren't you? Question mark, yeah. He 
people are taken to oh, the streets. fears of a second wave. Correspondent Martin Smith looks at how we got here. Anybody that needs a test gets a test. We Did you say that? Fuck off. Fuck all the way up. Biden's secret emails. Gives a fuck. Let's see. Law enforcement officials testify in Texas for House Judiciary hearing on immigration. PBS NewsHour 12 days ago. Shit, I've already covered this. Shakespeare did the most famous man in Elizabethan England even exist? No, he probably didn't. It was probably Francis Bacon. That's a short answer. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. I'll actually listen to that. Biden takes on MAGA. Stream five days ago. This well, this is cool. I didn't. I didn't actually watch this. Live breaking. Biden delivers State of the Union address. As women, our bodies change as we age, and it's not as easy to lose weight anymore. That's why I team. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, and we will be covering the State of the Union this evening. President Biden's State of the Union address set to begin at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, and this is the pre-show where we will be covering everything that you should be focused on leading to the State of the Union. The news of the day, what we expect President Biden to discuss, idiocracy, the fascism that is the MAGA Republican Party, what they've been focused on all day, condemning and criticizing President Biden and the Capitol Police, may I add, for putting up a fence in front of the Capitol building after the MAGA Republicans engaged in an insurrection. That was their main condemnation and criticism. How dare they put up a fence? in front of the Capitol building. Oh, that's, of course, when they were not talking about the Democrats are trying to take away your chocolate milk and they're coming for your gas stoves and and the green M&M and the purple M&M. And what do they do today? They, what was their performative thing? They, they claim they were going to read the United States Constitution, which they mm. don't follow. In, in which their cult leader, Donald Trump, wants to terminate. They <laughs> claim they were going yeah. to read it the very first day of this 118th Congress. They, they did not do that. They did that today, though, and Kevin McCarthy, in that just horrific voice of his, uh, read the Constitution with, with others. It was just such performative BS. Like, as Democrats and as President Biden... And the pro-democracy coalition is focused on actual results for the American people, about bringing jobs to the American people, right? You look at the jobs report from January, 517,000 new jobs created in January alone, more than 12 million jobs created during the Biden administration to date unemployment. 
is at the lowest it's ever been since 1969. There's over 7,000 infrastructure projects currently underway. In the next few months, there will be about 20,000 infrastructure projects underway. And it's not just bringing jobs here, it's bringing good paid jobs here and focusing on working conditions. Well, Your working well conditions. Because most Americans are not billionaires that the MAGA Republicans want to create this oligarchical fascist force field to protect. And so while MAGA Republicans fight to keep a minimum wage suppressed, Democrats are not just fighting for a living wage, but with a wage that has dignity, that people don't have to work multiple jobs. Democrats are focused on bringing back manufacturing jobs right here to the United States. There's the CHIPS Act, for example, as well, bringing back semiconductor jobs to right here in the United States in addition to the infrastructure projects. At the same time, Democrats, President Biden focused on reducing the cost of prescription drugs, reducing the cost of insulin, making sure life-saving care is available to all Americans. On the other hand, you've got the MAGA Republicans going out there and saying health care, life-saving care is not a right that people have. That people shouldn't be treated in the hospital if they're about to. And Matt Gates went on TV, went on his right-wing fascist echo chamber media. He talked about it. Former Vice President Pence talked about privatizing Social Security, that's what they want to do and have their incompetent, oligarchical idiots run that and take away your Medicare and take away your Social Security. And that's not fear-mongering. I mean, that's actually what it is that they're saying. At the same time, what else are MAGA Republicans doing? In addition to talking about the green M&M and Dr. Seuss and the purple M&M and woke this and woke that. They're just introducing these performative bills, if you will, that actually do nothing. We hereby condemn socialism in all of its forms. Well, about the agricultural subsidies that are being provided in most of your states. Uh, Tell me about Social Security. Tell me about Medicare. What do you mean in all of its forms? And then they say things like, what do President Xi and Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un have in common? Democrats fight back. You saw it. You saw it. What did Maxine Waters say? They all have in common Trump. Trump, who calls President Xi his king. I call him my king. Donald Trump said, Kim Jong-un, Donald Trump says, I love him. We're in a loving relationship. Mm -hmm. I I love him more than anything in the world. We fell in love (laughs) with each other. And Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump was willing to sell out our entire country as Vladimir Putin's stooge, completely and utterly despicable. And on the same day that MAGA Republicans are just, again, just showing what a bunch of idiot fascists they are. You've got their cult leader. You've got Donald Trump calling 
DeSantis, the pedophile, calling DeSantis a groomer. By the way, we'll talk about this in a little bit. There it is right there. Using our reporting. So back on October 25th, 2021, we had an exclusive report here on the Midas Touch Network that there it is right there. That's DeSantis when he was 23 years old. When Ron DeSantis was 23 years old, he was a teacher at a school in Georgia, the history teacher, the private school called the Darlington School. And DeSantis liked to party with the underage girls there. That's what he was known for. He would drink with the underage girls and party with the underage girls there. And our sources who knew the underage girls in those photos whose faces were blurred sent us the photograph and gave us other proof of this taking place. But we published that October 25th, 2021. So fast forward until today and Donald Trump utilizing our reporting found its way onto a social media platform turned into a meme by this weird bot account. Here is Rondé Sanctimonious grooming high school girls. Um, and then Donald Trump says, that's not Ron, is it? He would never do such a thing. So there you have it, the Midas Touch reporting back from October of 2021, perhaps before some of you had subscribed to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Um, but how important that reporting was back then, and it's led to this civil war today as democrats and pro-democracy are completely united united in making america stronger in leading with compassion and decency you've got MAGA republicans DeSantis, one faction trump the other faction each pointing fingers at each other no you hung out with jeffrey Epstein. no you hung out with underage girls in well, there's one for example can someone remind me how many times trump traveled or jeffrey epstein's lolita express that's a DeSantis uh, uh fan do we have the one for There he goes again. The correct answer is seven that we know of. Seven is more than zero. Do we have the cat turd? There it is. Cat turd is one of the leaders of the modern Republican Party. I'm not making this up. They are led by a cat feces. <laughs> you can't make this up. The Republican Party's like main uh, backbone of ideas from a cat feces account. The cat turd. Lying POS. This is, this is who they are. I mean, these people are completely insane. They're dangerous. They're idiots. They should be nowhere near power. And when you see these MAGA Republicans currently in leadership positions in the House of Representatives, you see why these individuals should be nowhere near power. It's idiocracy, fascism, meets incompetence, meets just freaking weirdness. And we got to call it out. We got to call these people out for what they are. And we got to make sure we're supporting pro-democracy all the way. I want to talk about Biden's accomplishments because he's going to be highlighting those accomplishments during the State of the Union. We have a list right here. You may have seen this list. 
This is from Biden's uh, post. Two of the strongest calendar years of job growth in history. The lowest unemployment rate in over 50 years. Manufacturing rebounded at the fastest rate in nearly 40 years. Two strongest years of small business applications in history. Record decreases in deficit. I want to make that point right there. We should never, ever call these MAGA Republicans fiscal conservatives. Don't call it conservative anything. Biden, me, we are far more fiscally conservative than these MAGA Republicans. I mean, look, under Donald Trump, 25% of America's current debt was incurred in one term under the Trump administration. And you want to rewind even more and see where that started to accumulate? Go back to Ronald Reagan. Go back to George W. Bush. Democrats balance budgets. Democrats are the ones who have decreased the deficit. Biden's decreased the deficit by trillions of dollars. Just the data. It's just the facts. So I know these MAGA Republicans go, oh, America first. America first. Fiscal hawks. Fiscal conservatives. No, you're not. You are fiscal arsonists. You are a bunch of idiots. You hate America. And we need to call you out in terms that direct. We shouldn't mince words here. We shouldn't be fearful. Oh, but if I say that, is that politically incorrect? We have a fascist party in the United States of America because large media networks were not able to confront the challenge. And they have spineless leaders and fascists in the MAGA Republican Party. A large media network, oh, we can't call them that. Oh, here are liberals. Here are conservatives. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates are conservatives. Very, very far right conservatives. They're not conservatives. They're election deniers. They want to overthrow our democracy. I'm more conservative than they are. You look through my views and values, they would line up with what's traditionally viewed as liberal or aggressive, but I believe in conserving our Constitution. I don't think you need to read it and reenact it in a performative way while supporting policies to destroy it. And Kevin McCarthy, your cult leader, because that's what it is, wants to destroy that document. Each and every one of those pages that you read, you violate every single day. So stop calling these fascists conservative. Stop calling fiscal conservative. That's why we don't use that framing here on the Midas Touch Network, right? Here, you have pro-democracy. Pro-democracy, which includes a large group of Americans who love our country. We love our country. We love our constitution. We don't have to do performative BS. We go about it every day. On the other hand, you've got the MAGA fascists who want to overthrow our country when it comes, for example, for raising the debt ceiling, which just means paying our bills that Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans ran up. They don't want to do that. They want us to default on our debt. They want us to default. Our full faith and credit means nothing to them. 
So how are they fiscally conservative? They want to hold our nation hostage. They don't even know what the debt ceiling is, apparently. It's about paying their freaking bills. Bunch of idiots, a bunch of fascists. Call them out and direct them. Sorry, I digress. Let's pull back up Biden's list right there. Record decreases. See, that's where I left off. Fastest gas price decline in eight years. Because Biden addresses the issues. The same reason why the price of eggs is dramatically decreasing. Now, look, problems are going to emerge. That is why we have leaders to address the problems, right? There was a virulent disease that resulted in an egg shortage meant the prices went up. But the issue, same thing went back, back when there was a baby formula shortage. Crises are going to emerge. You have leaders who confront and address the crisis and solve it. Not in the MAGA Republican Party because they're just the fake rage machine. Oh, the Democrats are doing this to you. The Democrats this, the green M&M that, Mr. Potato Head that. It's like whack-a-mole with these fascist idiots. Whereas most Democrats are like, let's solve the problem. Let's figure out how we address the problem. And that's one of the things that President Biden did. And we turned a profit by selling from our strategic oil reserve, which MAGA Republicans don't want to let Biden ever do again because they hate America. You go, oh, Ben, that's such a strong term. No, the MAGA Republicans hate America. Well, we need to call it out that directly. Let's pull back up the list right here. Fastest gas price decline in eight years, and inflation down for six months. Why? Again, the Inflation Reduction Act. Biden has a solution to a crisis, frankly, that Donald Trump put us in with his idiotic economic policies, and that Republicans and MAGA Republicans who don't know how to manage the economy, their stupid trade wars, their idiotic policies, the way they managed or mismanaged the PPP program, fraud with fraud. You want to know why there is inflation? Well, how do you address it? How do you confront it? And Biden has confronted these problems. And not only confronted the problems he inherited from the biggest trader in the history of the United States, but he's progressed. He's created a situation that has put America on a path to prosperity. One of the things that Pete Buttigieg said on the Midas Touch Network is that what we have to call what President Biden is doing is not the New Deal. It's going to be referred to as the big deal. I agree with that. It is a big deal. 
what Biden has accomplished. Here's a list of 22 other things. We could just kind of go down them now, right? Pass the bipartisan infrastructure package to increase investment in bridges and roads, airports, public transport, national broadband internet, waterways, and energy systems. Two, help get more than 500 million life-saving COVID-19 Three, stopped a 30-year streak of federal inaction on gun violence by bipartisan Safer Communities Act that created enhanced background checks, checks closed the boyfriend loophole, and provided funds for youth mental health, made a $369 billion investment in climate change, the largest in American history through the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Ended the longest war in American history by pulling the troops to Afghanistan. Six, provided 10,000 to 20,000 in college debt relief to Americans who make under $125,000 a year, something that MAGA Republicans oppose and have filed lawsuits to stop. And Biden's currently work to try to uh, maintain the college debt relief going to Americans making less than $125,000 a year. Meanwhile, the MAGA Republicans are willing to bail out all of the billionaires at any given time, give them all of the benefits. And these MAGA Republicans themselves got hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some got millions of dollars in PPP loans with the debt being forgiven. But when it comes to just hard-working regular folks, regular Americans. That's where the MAGA Republicans go. Absolutely not. How dare you? If they're not billionaires, if they're not part of the oligarchy, then screw that. We want to make sure that the average American feels pain, that the hard-working American feels pain. We only want to take care of our cult and the billionaires. Let's keep going through the list of accomplishments. Seven, cut child poverty in half through the American Rescue plan. Now, I'm going to read you 15 more accomplishments, but if I just stopped there, if I just stopped after the first two, you'd be like, this is a historic presidency. Oh my gosh, this is some historic stuff right here. I know, but it keeps on going on. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Here's number eight. Cat prescription drug prices at $2,000 per year. For seniors on Medicare through the inflation reduction. I mean, how big that is. Some of those drug prices could be. I was down to talk to my doctor about Revelsis. Ask your healthcare provider about Revelsis today. Prices could be thousands, five x, ten x at a month. How important and vital that is. What that means. What that means to seniors on Medicare, what a game changer that is. At the same time, Social Security's increased recently. Think about that, how important it is. Number nine, passed a COVID-19 relief deal that provided payments up to $1,400 to many struggling U.S. citizens while supporting renters and increasing unemployment benefits. Ten, historically low unemployment rates. Eleven, imposed a 15% minimum corporate tax on some of the largest corporations in the country, ensuring that they pay their fair share. Twelve, we committed America to the global fight against climate change by reaching the Paris Agreement. Thirteen, strengthened the NATO alliance in support of Ukraine after the unlawful Russian invasion by endorsing the inclusion of world military powers Sweden, Finland. Fourteen, 
authorize the assassination of the al-Qaeda terrorist head, Ayman al-Zawahiri. 15. Gave Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices through the Inflation Reduction Act, while also done yet. And I'm not done yet. Let's go to 16 if we have. Um, uh, while, where is the note? Gave Medicare power to negotiate prescription drug prices through the Inflation Reduction Act, while also reducing government spending. 16. Held Putin accountable for his invasion of Ukraine by imposing stiff economic sanctions. 17. Boosted the budget of the Internal Revenue Service to reduce tax invasion and increase revenue. 18. Created more jobs one year than any other president in United States history. 19. Reduced health care premiums under the Affordable Care Act to $800 a year. As part of the America Rescue Plan, 20 signed the PACT Act to address service members' exposures, burn pits, and other toxins. Y'all remember uh, the Republicans fist bumping, celebrating that they blocked the PACT Act, and it took John Stewart, comedian, and the Democrats to shame these MAGA Republicans who were high-fiving each other, who were celebrating that they were causing our so much pain. You remember the MAGA Republicans high-fiving? They were pumped at what they did to our troops. That's why I Let's be clear. These MAGA Republicans hate our troops. They hate the United States of America. They are fascists. Their conduct is reflective of that. The PACT Act passed thanks to President Biden and the Democrats shaming the MAGA Republicans. That list. 21. Signed the Chips and Science Act to strengthen American manufacturing and innovation. And 22. Reauthorized the Violence Against Women Act through 20. We could keep on going right now. Just even think, you know, where the MAGA Republicans are like, you let the Chinese spy balloon over the continental U.S. First off, on at least three separate occasions that occurred during the Trump administration, Donald Trump either intentionally covered it up or he was just so incompetent that he didn't detect it. Biden administration came up with a plan immediately when they took office how to address it. Immediately when they became aware of the spy balloon, they neutralized the threat. They then wanted to make sure after neutralizing the threat that they shot it down over a safe area. And at the same time, we extracted intelligence from China. And so the Biden administration handled it flawlessly. Unlike the Trump administration, led by Donald Trump, by the way, who calls our veterans losers and suckers. And he said this stuff publicly. You heard what he has said about John McCain. But Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans covered up their spy balloon issues over and over and over again. Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to attack the Midas Touch Network when we broke the story um, from the Department of Defense about these three other instances. 
where there were spy balloons in the Trump administration. She then changed her tune after it was obvious that it was taking place. Then they go, oh, it's the it's the deep state. It's the deep state that's doing it. It's the, it's the woke Department of Defense. Yes, the, the woke Department of Defense. That, 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 that's what it is. And here's what Marjorie Trader Greene was doing today. We have this video of her with uh, a balloon. This was when she's been walking around with a balloon because fascist class. And these MAGA Republicans are fascist class. State of the Union, I'm walking around with this balloon because Biden hates balloons. We've got this video of Marjorie Trader Green. Let's, uh, let's play it right now. <laughs> Just some weird stuff. It's just some incredible, incredible, weird and bizarre traitorous stuff right here. I want to show you this video though of Pete Buttigieg. This is Buttigieg uh, talking over the weekend about um, how we can message Biden's accomplishments better. Let's play this clip of Pete Buttigieg from this weekend of meeting the best clip. Um, let's go to the president's state of the union. Um, look, he's got a lot of things to happen. Why do you think that it has not penetrated the American public? Well, these things don't sell themselves, and that's one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to that, that State of the Union address. Uh, I will say that there have been so many accomplishments under this administration, it can be difficult to list them in a distilled. Recently, the president was to descend off of Iran, the party chief of staff, and he put it in a way that, that I thought was especially moving when you think back in historic terms to what it means to endure one of the toughest situations faced by any president since FDR, passed the most significant uh, legislation uh, on our economy in many ways since FDR, while facing the largest land war uh, in Europe since Truman, <laughs> achieving the uh, second most important health care bill since and the most Structure building since Eisenhower, as, as Ron put it, that was the beginning of the list of accomplishments. This is happening simultaneously. A lot of issues that Americans are facing every day, even as we see extraordinary economic jobs. 500,000 jobs just created in the last No, that's month. the thing. None of it seems to produce benefit. Well, say that, but then, uh, you know, this president has exceeded expectations again and again politically. And, and functionally, in terms of what we're getting done. Do you think? I mean, when you even just watch the way Chuck Todd, none of it seems to be penetrating into the American people. It's because you, Chuck Todd, and it's because of people like you who are not reporting it to the American people. Instead, you want to report about how DeSantis has engaged in these incredible initiatives in Florida and how he's showing strength in Florida. You love to out fascist narrative. But you are the media. You could report the same way we do here on the United Touch Network accomplishments. Look, I'm happy to also talk about the negative. It doesn't all have to just be all of the good stuff, but you should also cover the accomplishments. I don't think these networks ever cover the accomplishments at all. Instead, they want to focus on, you know, whatever minuscule focus 
story is of the day regarding Biden. The same thing with Obama. Obama's wearing a, this colored suit. Oh my gosh, how, how, why is he doing that? Oh, did Biden salute the person that, you know, it's like versus the actual accomplishments? How about the fact that the MAGA Republican traitors were voting against giving health care? to the troops. How, how, about, how about that? Let's also show you the White House communication director, Kate Bedingfield, and Kate describes what we should be looking for uh, today during the Union CNN with Tom. Let's play this interview of White House communications director, Kate Bedingfield. Good morning, Kate. Thank you for joining us here on CNN this morning. Really appreciate it. It's good to see you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about uh, what is going to happen and people's perceptions, because there is this new Washington Post ABC News poll. It finds that about two thirds of Americans feel that the that President Biden has not lot in his year in office. Listen, perception is reality, especially when it's public office. So why aren't the Americans feeling? are seeing what the president plans, uh, what the president is doing, and is planning to talk about tonight. Well, absolutely, he's going to talk about that tonight. It's, you're going to hear from him tonight about the things we've accomplished in the first two years that are making a difference in people's lives. Twelve million jobs created during President Biden's first two years in office. Historic low unemployment, wages going up, uh, investments in our infrastructure, our roads and bridges, uh, historic gun safety legislation. So, yes, uh, the American people are going to hear directly from the president tonight about what we've accomplished in the first two years, but also about the past forward, about how we're going to keep building on that progress, and we're going to finish the job. Uh, people across the country know why, why aren't the American people feeling it? Because the polls are showing that the American people are not feeling that. Is that the issue with the president? Is that the communication process? What's going on? Well, well, remember where we were when President Biden came into office. We were, uh, we were in depth in the pandemic. The economy had ground to a halt. Inflation was creeping up, not just here, but around the globe as a result of the pandemic. And so the president took quick action, meaningful action, to start rebuilding this economy from the bottom up and the middle out. And the choices that he's made have, again, to historic job creation, historic low unemployment, and people are starting to feel that around the country. But as the president would be the first to say, and will say tonight, we're going to keep talking about what those impacts mean. Over the course of 2023 and into 2024, people are going to start to feel the impact of some of the major legislation that we passed, the infrastructure law, the Inflation Reduction Act that's lowering prescription drug costs and lowering energy costs for people. People are going to start to feel the impact of that. that so is, you're going to hear from the president. I want to say one thing now. So here's Everything she's saying is great. I guess we have more latitude here on the mic. I'd call Don Lemon out. And I would say, look, Don, the problem is you. The problem is CNN. The problem is all large media networks. Not the communications department of the White House. <laughs> Go through the list of accomplishments. Instead, everything that you report on CNN, it's like Fox Life. You have a fascist network in Fox, which literally injects disinformation every moment in the vein of one group of Americans, a significant portion of Americans. Just think about that, that there was a group of people, a family, not from the United States, outside the United States, came to America 
and created a propaganda network that basically attacks Democrats, attacks pro-democracy, promotes fascism, and disinformation. And then you've got kind of pinnacles of that more extreme, if you will, OAN, Newsmax, everything they say is total, total. So you got, then you've got CNN, which is Fox, single Biden. And you don't hate the fanboy Biden. It's not about that. It's about talking about the reality. You saw at the top of the show, we talked about 22 historic. Any single one of those would be a big get along with all 22 of them thus far and a lot of them coming in the past year. No, Don Lemon, I'm sorry. It is because CNN and all these large media networks, even the ones that aren't Fox, are run by right-wing people who want an oligarchy. They don't actually want capitalism. They just want socialism for billionaires. That's what they want. They don't want to actually help hard-working Americans. They want a situation where they get favorable treatment and they figure, hey, the way I can do this is as a Republican, if we play nice with them, they'll violate all those laws. They'll give us then captured by these MAGA Republicans, and then they do what DeSantis did to Disney and what they do to all of these other companies that do things like, hey, we should promote not being racist in our organization. Well, then DeSantis is going to retaliate against you, and he's going to make sure that the government of Florida screws you over as a result. That's the problem here, is that you have fascist media, and you got fascist like, And then you got MSNBC, which is good on some things. Not good on some good people. But they still view things through this both sides prism. Here's a liberal. Here's a conservative. Two minutes. Fight with each other. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I guess we don't have the answers to the question. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Okay, that's the stupidest way of doing news. Okay, it's such a disservice. It's such a disservice to public support. That's why we have to reframe it here. That's why what we're building here at the Midas Touch Network is a tool to confront that. That is what we have to build together. That's why want everybody to check out patreon.com slash Midas Touch. We don't have outside investors here at all. We don't have any of that. We're just supported by you. We're 100% accountable to you. We're 100% independent through patreon.com slash Midas Touch. That's it. And we got advertisers who support our pro-democracy content. And frankly, if they don't support our pro-democracy, I don't care. We're supported by you. They don't need to advertise on us. They support our pro-democracy content, but if they said, hey, we don't, it's not going to make me change a single thing, because no one's going to change. What you do, what we do, what we're all doing here in this Midas Touch pro-democracy community. Oh, by the way, have you seen Killing County on Hulu? Where is it? Hulu. There it is. Check it out. On Hulu right now, it's called Killing County. It focuses on Kevin McCarthy's district. Highest crime, highest homicide rate, 
highest police shooting the country, pretty much. It's right there in Kevin McCarthy's district. It's right there, Killing County. True crime docuseries I executive produced it with Colin Kaepernick. It's crushing. It's doing really good. Sometimes hard to watch because the subject is heavy, but also it's about perseverance of these families uniting and coming together. It really talks to the spirit of this country, and I'm so proud to share this with the world. Also, one of my business partners, Akeem Aliyu's got a book out. It's called Dreamer. Akeem was born in Nigeria, grew up in Ukraine, became a professional hockey player in Canada, was one of the few black hockey players, professional hockey players at the time. Akeem is incredible. That's through Kaepernick Publishing and Scholastic. It's called Dreamer. We are going to be back with more of our special live coverage of the historic State of the Union Address. But first, a quick word from these sponsors. Please do not go anywhere. I will be right back. And now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Z-Biotics. You ever skip a workout because drinks the night before? Well, me too. If you're committed to your healthy routine this year, you need Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. So here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics, I don't know if you saw this reporting, but Kevin McCarthy's newly appointed sergeant at arms. Most of them voted against it. So, you, you, you know, they've done some decent work, what we can expect, and I want him to respond to a lot of these statements that are being uh, put out uh, by the MAGA Republicans tonight. Brian Karam, White House reporter, friend of Midas Touch, proud to call you my friend. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. We, we talked about some of the accomplishments in the Biden administration. This is just breaking right now. I want to show you the House Judiciary uh, uh, GOP account. I guess all they do right now is just uh, troll tweet like this. This is what they just said. The state of our union is a Chinese spy book. Brian, what does it even mean? It means it's a dog whistle for people who can't think, won't think, and want to uh, gripe about Biden. So they'll do it. They, I mean, I'm sure they have tweeted out far worse. I know Marjorie Taylor Greene has and Lawrence Boebert and Jim Jordan and half of them don't even make sense. I was reading through the uh, excerpts from uh, Sarah Sanders' reports that, you know, the GOP responds to the State of the Union and hell, that doesn't even make any sense. It's, it's like, you know, just throw, you know, cabbage out there, throw, you know, alphabet soup and see if people will react. It makes no sense. It, it, it doesn't. Here, here's another one that they posted. the union and i even remember even when it was you know you know 
guess, pre-Trump, though, even when it was Republican, uh, like a George W. Bush or Obama, you know, people would still say, look, it's the State of the Union, and there don't watch, you can be misinformed much more easily than if you actually watched it. sentence makes no sense. The statement makes no sense, but it's keep up to get you angry. The idea, you know, I, as I've said, we have two parties in this country. One has no heart and one has no head. The Democrats don't frame the argument very well, and they could do better at that because they've actually done some really good things. Uh, if Biden has as president, for, and, and you know he has because the GOP campaigned on the things that the Biden administration accomplished. During the midterms, it was the GOP that was campaigning on the infrastructure bill, though most of them voted against it. So, you, you, you know, they've done some decent work, but they haven't really shouted it from the rooftops like Donald Trump did whenever he, you know, told us infrastructure week was there and for 52 weeks, four times, you know, so 208 times we had infrastructure week and we never got anything out of, out of Donald Trump. So, what you're seeing is an attempt to misinform, disinform the American populace, which is what the GOP is reduced to. And unfortunately, the press falls right in line with it. We're not doing a very good job of vetting our facts. And the idea that we must be objective, we've become, objectivity is subjective. Kevin McCarthy's newly appointed sergeant at arms opposed installing security fencing around the Capitol for Joe Biden's State of Union address. It was a three-person vote. Two to one said have the fencing. Here's the story. The Capitol Police Board, a three-member body that makes security decisions for the Capitol complex, split two to one last week in favor of erecting a temporary security fence ahead of President Joe Biden's State of Union address, according to two people with the decision. The lone vote against the plan, William McFarland, the House's newly minted sergeant at arms. Before having you react to that, I just want to show you some of these other posts with MAGA Republicans focused on the issue of fencing here. In no particular order, Salty, you can call up anyone. This is Fox politicizing it. Fence built around Capitol ahead of the State of the Union. Americans visiting their capital and a Chinese spy balloon invading our
doesn't wander off after the State of the Union. And here's what Boebert said, though, obviously, uh, right before the insurrection and during the insurrection. Um, America is depending on all of us today. This is something I don't take lightly. Today is 1776. Get ready, y'all. Remember these next 48 hours. These will be the most important days in America history. The Speaker has been removed from the chambers, telling the insurrectionists of Nancy Pelosi's movements. I am offering you a chance to atone for what you have done. What exactly the insurrectionists of Nancy Pelosi's movements? You know, I'll, I'll ask for your reaction to that. Well, I think one of the key things you have to realize is in that first statement that you showed me, the police chief of the Capitol Police Department, Tom Manger. Tom is a former police chief in Montgomery County. I've known him for probably 15, 20 years. This guy is as solid as they come. So if there is a recommendation, he can't vote, only provide information. The information that the Capitol Police provided uh, led people to believe that there could be a chance of renewed violence or... Midas Touch, State of the Union.